another episode this should be the sixth episode in our fourth season last month we took a little break um but we are back now and i have kimberly back with me hey guys so it's great to be reunited once again definitely i missed i missed you guys so I'm glad we can do this together. Yeah. So in this episode, we are going to talk about food. Because who doesn't love food? I know I love food. Um, I think we all love food. Um, And we're going to talk about Braille menus. So Braille menus and good, delicious eats. So yeah, let's get into this episode. Um, It should be a delicious one, honestly. Um, so I don't go out to eat often, but when I do, I enjoy, or I love to enjoy a delicious meal. I'm sure you do too, don't you, Kimberly? Definitely. Definitely. With that being said... It is even better when restaurants have Braille menus. I cannot stress this enough that in this day and age, yes, there are websites that have the menus on that some people take advantage of, and that's great, but a lot of websites have this as an image and our screen readers or like like voiceover and talk stuff back like it yeah talk back it won't read an image because it's a picture like it doesn't know there's words here i need to read this it just says image and so when websites do that, when re- restaurants do that, we cannot see the menu ahead of time. And so there's that issue. And then we go to the restaurant and if we're in a group setting or just by ourselves and there's no one to read us the menu, well, what do we do? So there are some things that you can do that can you can in a roundabout way get around this like I know some people just say what do you recommend or if they know that there's here in Wisconsin we have Friday fish fries and if we know that there's a fish a fish fry 
we can just be like, what's on your fish fry? You know, how much, whatever. Um, and, but there is a need for braille menus because some of us are braille. And also it's nice if the menus are in large print, but there's the option of using your phone's magnifier things like that. So I'm just going through like all the alternatives as to like reading the menus. But, yes, but um, it would also be nice if, you know, restaurants made their websites or like the corporate, if it's like a restaurant chain, if they made their websites accessible so that if yep. people choose to access the menu that way, they could. Well, yeah, and it's something that they should know and probably don't. Like, okay, how do I do this? To me, it's just like taking a picture of the menu is just like a like a shortcut to do what is necessary. Like, just type it up I understand that they don't have the time and stuff but to us that's that's not providing that's providing us a disservice by just taking a picture like so yeah so there is a need for braille menus because there are braille readers but the problem with braille menus is that Lots of times they're very old, and by old I mean like over a decade, maybe more. And there's, you know this, there's, un, not unrelated, but what's the term I'm looking for? Like the stuff that's on there is not available anymore, mm -hmm. or the Look, prices it's outdated, are different. Yeah, outdated. Thank you. And people don't realize this in restaurants who do have the Braille menus. I thank them up and down for having them. And they're very good at being like, do you want a Braille menu? I just wish there was something that was like a policy or something in place where they had to update them every yep. so often. Yep. Just so that they like are relevant to whatever the menus are at the time that you're going to eat you know if they have a deal or a new something new on the menu that you know we also yeah. know about that too well like in drink specials you know or dessert specials things that are on the table that Sighted people can just peruse at their own leisure, whereas we're like, oh, okay, here's here's something on here. I know it's something in print. I have no idea what it is. And then we have to waste the waitstaff's time into asking them what it, <laughs> you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, but don't be, get me wrong. I love eating out. It's, it's great. Sometimes it's a hassle, but. It helps if you kind of know what you want ahead of time. Mm-hmm. What I've done, too, is I've asked. Like, I remember I once went to the Cheesecake Factory 
um, when it first opened in my, uh, you know, where I live, in my location, <laughs> and uh, they didn't have real menus, and we kindly asked the waiter, hey, could you read us the menu? We're blind and cannot see it. And you know their menu is extensive. So mm -hmm. the waiter was very kind and um, read the menu for us. So that was very much appreciated. Aww. See, it's those good experiences that we remember. Yep. That, that keep us coming back. I mentioned in one of the first episodes that um, at a Crackle Barrel here in Wisconsin, we were eating at it and my mom happened to mention that there was a printed sign that said Braille, Braille menus on request. Is it just me or is there a problem with that? Um, you have to see the sign in order to request the Braille menus. It'd be helpful if the waiter told, told you like, hey, you know, we have Braille menus, you know, on request or something like that. You know, if they see a blind, uh, customer. Right. That's what happens with Applebee's and Red Robin and stuff and Olive Garden. They're like, oh, would you like a Braille menu? So... Yeah, but they can be pretty outdated. But in most instances, they, if it's a place that you go to that already has Braille menus, like the three previous mentioned, you already kind of know what you want to begin with. Yep. So when going to restaurants, what do you decide where to sit depending on the lighting or like if it's a table or a booth with you if you have a cane those um, options yeah i um you know obviously when there's sun out i don't like to sit where there's glare because glare affects yeah. me um and then I, because I have Draco, I prefer a booth. It's easier. Mm -hmm. Um, a, you know, with a dog. Um, so that is just my opinion. Um, that is what I do. That is what I prefer. How about you? I, I like booths and... I know that, like, with straight canes, it's not a good idea to have that and sit at a table. It's better if you sit at a booth and just prop it up next to you along the wall. Yep. That's what I do, too. When, we do not when I was want full -time canes waiters and, and waitresses yeah. tripping over a cane. Mm -hmm. Cause yep. They're not looking for it to begin with, and <laughs> that would be a disaster. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's a good idea to sit at a booth. But for me, lighting situations doesn't really matter if it's next to a window or not, but it can't be dim lighting. I don't like it when it's too dim. Like, yep, you get a lot of that in 
cars and stuff. Yep, I do not like dim lighting. <laughs> yeah, because then you're straining to, if you have enough vision to see the menu because there's not enough light. And even sighted people, like, and sometimes the lights can be really far apart. For instance, I was at a bar like about a month or so ago with family and friends and even the sighted family couldn't read the menu because there was like one light by the table and it was kind of far away and it was really dim mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just like not logical yep also um one thing i appreciate i appreciate when the waitress talks to you know, like if I'm with my family, I'm appreciate when the waitress talks to me. I oh, I know. Do not like it when they're like, "Oh, what will she be having? What would she like to eat?" Like, no, I can speak for myself. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that. I remember that happening with our big group of friends. We were all together in Madison a while while back. We were mm -hmm. in this huge long booth and all of us besides like two of us were blind and the waitress kept asking our friend's parents what the person like five seats down wanted and uh, my friend and the rest of us granted we weren't very happy about that because we couldn't help but notice that she kept indicating to the sighted person, oh, what does she want? Does she want this? Does she want that? How does she know? Like, ask her. A ask the person who you're asking about, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's kind of demeaning. It is, yeah. I agree. Just ask. We can talk. We have the ability to to ask you what we want, to tell you what we want. Like, you know, it just, uh, I just kind of feel like when they do that, I feel like they, um, what's the word? Like they, like in, um, like, infantilization you know what I mean like they hey okay, yeah is that is that is that how you pronounce that word in um like they infantilize us I guess you know yeah, what I'm talking I about like I I know what you're I, I know what you're talking about like kind of ignore but in a childish way like yeah yeah infantile is that it? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I have thought about this. And one reason I think they do it is because we can't pick up facial cues or like body language. So But even when... still, we have the ability to talk. Like Right. But what I'm saying is, we might not know they're talking to us, so they automatically assumed that because we can't see them, they don't know how to refer to us. 
because they don't know our name. Right, like, but say, I mean, a simple gentle tap on the shoulder, you know what I mean? That's true. Could be that's like, true. You know, excuse See? me, ma'am, or excuse me, sir, like, um, you know, I'm here to take your order, you know, what would you like to eat? What would you like to have tonight? Or like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's a good way. I know there's the, I don't know what they call it, if it's the plate method. Oh, the like, clock. The clock, yeah. As far as placing food, do you want to explain to our listeners what that is? Yeah, so basically the plate, this is just for like orientation so that the person, the blind person, well, Somebody who's blind, right, knows what is on the plate. So, like, you can say, okay, mashed potatoes are at 12 o'clock. Um, green beans are at 3 o'clock. Uh, your steak is at 6 o'clock. And, um... I'm trying to think what could be. I don't know, like a roll or something. Your roll is at I don't know, eight o'clock or something. Right. Yeah. And when it's facing towards you, you're at six. So mm. it's like you're looking at a not a digital clock. What do they call them? Um an analog clock. Okay, right. Or you could just do tap right left. That's what some people I know do, and that works too. But sometimes it's helpful when it's a lot of things on the plate, you know, or um, things like that. What about ex? inaccessible kiosks how do you like those very annoying i get that society wants to upgrade things and make things like latest and greatest and everything like that but then we're standing please there please make like, them accessible I, yeah please make them if accessible that is what that, i will say I yeah, would love to I use a kiosk right. if it were accessible to me. The last, the one time I went into McDonald's and they had those kiosks, I had to get help to yeah, use one. Me too. So please make them accessible. It would, it would be great. It'd be helpful. It would. Or. Like I mentioned, Olive Garden, they have the Braille menus, but they also have the kiosks that are Oh, I didn't know they had kiosks, Well, they Oh, you mean the ones that they bring to the table? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Like, when you were saying kiosks, I was thinking of I, like the, the big McDonald's kiosks it. that they have now. Right. It's the little... It's the little... Digital thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, the okay. The ones with like can... games and stuff like that, right? 
games and they have you pay for your meal that way. Okay. Yep. Again, please be accessible. Make those accessible. Make (laughs) the effort to make those accessible. Yes, please. If anyone wants to, like, come on for that that has to do with that and come on and interview with us or want to know, you know, just. Yeah. If you're listening to this and if you work for the restaurant industry, please like email us and, um, it'd be great if like, I don't know, we could talk about this more because something has to change. Yeah. And it's kind of like with anything, the more you bring the community into it, the more it's going to succeed. So if you want people to come to your restaurant, have it be accessible, have there be wheelchair ramps, you know, stuff like that, have there be pro menus, have there be, you know, you name it, and word will get around. And those disabled people will come to your restaurant and they will talk about it with their friends and they will come and if they like it time and time again and word's gonna get around it that you guys do this well and do that well just like word is getting around right now not to be negative nancy but that you places don't do things well <laughs> hmm So we're just pointing out what is in our everyday lives when we go to restaurants and stuff, what what we deal with or what we need to do or whatever. Like we're just educating you. Yep. Not complaining, just simply educating and wanting um things to be accessible. Right. I know this is jumping from topics, but I just thought I'd mention I didn't learn this until training, but as far as finding food on your plate goes, it's you can use your utensil as kind of a cane. Yep. Where like you tap it around the plate, or not tap it, but kind of use it where you can kind of feel where the food is. Mind you, it's not going to tell you what the food is, but it'll be able to tell you that there's food there. Mm-hmm. And I do miss things from time to time. I mean, anyone will. Mm-hmm. A piece or whatever. Um, do you ever have a hard time keeping the food on the plate? Yes. Yeah, me too. Especially when it comes to cutting. Like, Like, I can manage, but... Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I have a hard time if it's with a fork. I don't realize it's, like, about to fall off the plate. So I'm trying to do better as far as being mindful of this. But sometimes you're just focused on the food and you want to eat it. I'm sorry, but I love forks. I am not a big spoon person. The only time I will ever eat anything with a spoon is if it's ice cream or soup. 
Other than that, I will eat things with a fork. Rice, jello, mac and cheese, noodles. Right. I don't know. I just, I love forks. <laughs> That's good. So I'm one what of about those people. Sport? I'm being difficult. What about a sport? Mm, I mean, if it's offered to me and if that's the only choice I have, I'll take a spork, but... <laughs> okay. I just hey, feel like know... sporks, I just think of, like, um, school cafeteria, like, <laughs> you know... Right. Um, it just gives me those vibes, like, you know, mystery meat or, like, you know what I mean... <laughs> I never ate at the cafeteria till high school. I was never a big... The only time I ever ate in my school cafeteria was um, when we got, like, Pizza Hut on, um, I think it was, what, Thursdays in high school? Like, uh -huh. I would get in line, get my two slices of pizza, and just go, like... You know, You're mosey so onto the table and just enjoy my enjoy my food. Oh, you're so lucky! I wish we had had that. Just like any food in general. Other than that, I would, you know, bring my lunch from home, or you know, in high school we had a lot to choose from. They were like salads or there was uh nachos like loaded nachos mm -hmm. or there was nachos and cheese I loved that just like nachos and cheese or they had soft pretzels oh yeah their taco cheese. salad was good too okay we didn't have that but we had pizza and what else yeah that's all I can think of as far as food. And then, like, for, for meals, then, of course, there was, like, a la carte with, like, chips and Little Debbie stuff and and uh, juice and soda and milk, all that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. what Spork reminds me of. <laughs> nice. When I think of the, you know, when I think of a spork. I don't come across them very often. Nope. So sometimes it's good ahead of time or obviously when you need it to ask for help, like ask for help to the bathroom or follow someone who knows where the bathroom is, like a staff or a, um, a whoever you're with, things like that. Just what, what I do is I just, I just um, ask, I'll go and ask the staff, hey, excuse me, you know, where's your restroom? And they'll tell me and I'll just right. go and find it myself. Um, yeah. That sort of thing. Or, like, if I'm with my family and, like, let's say, like, my mom or something also, like, 
needs to go to the bathroom, I'll just follow my mom, you know? Right. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, more than one person has to go use the bathroom, so. Well, and we're women, and we have to go together. I'm... <laughs> that didn't land. I'm just saying because everyone assumes that women go to um that women ne you never see women go in the bathroom by themselves. Yeah, so that is true. That is true. Um no. Um I remember this is so irrelevant, but it's it goes along with the like bathroom thing, right? Like um when I was in Minneapolis in training and this one time me and two of my friends, we decided to go, you know, to go out one night, you know, go dancing. Um, one of my friends that was with us was like, okay, the first thing we're going to go do is when we go in, um, when we go in, we're going to find the bathroom. That is the first thing we're going to do. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good plan, you know? Because then that way we know where it is, if we have to go use it, whatever. And another thing that we always, that we always said is we are not going to leave each other behind. Correct. You know, if one goes, we all go. Like, yeah. that was just a way for us to just make sure that we watched out for each other, that we were okay, that we were safe. You know, because, I mean, come on, three blind women, you know, yeah. out at night. <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, we had a very good time. Lots of dancing. That's awesome. But yeah, that is my, like, uh, relatable women in the bathroom stories. <laughs> nice. I do know on tables, a lot of times there's napkins, salt and pepper shake things like that and usually they're if it's a table they're in the middle of the table and if it's a booth they're at the end of the booth so that's some good orientation tips as far as where to find those mind you that's yep. not always going to be the case yeah and I know with COVID there was like nothing on the table my pet peeve is napkins not being on the table oh yeah yeah, and then having to go and get them. Like, I'm not saying go and get them because I'm blind. I'm saying even with sight, it's like, really? And then you have to I mean, it'd be great and... if they had, like, those like, little napkin dispensers. I know some restaurants have them. Yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be great yeah. if they all had them, you know? Oh, yeah. But Definitely. yeah, anything more that you want to add? I just wanted to mention buffets. Those are kind of like there's no getting away around it. You you need help through buffets. Yeah, I always go with somebody and um, I always ask them like, hey, can you tell me what you know, what what certain foods are, you know, because can't tell what they are, mm -hmm. and it'd be great, so that way I know if I w what I want, and if I want something, or, and it's just nice to know what you're eating. 
<laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't... I wonder if buffets are still a thing. Um, they are. Because, um, you know, COVID and stuff like that. I, I haven't been to a buffet in a while, so... Right, right. I go to Pizza Ranch a lot. And um, I haven't been to Golden Corral in a while, but they have open locations. I think I was there like a little over a year ago. Oh, okay. Um, not as many locations. Sometimes there are buffets, like there's this place in Wisconsin that's like a supper club called Romy's. Okay. And on Fridays they have a fish buffet. Well, a buffet, but they they specialize in fish. Like there's gallops and there's mm. perch and all that. And then other stuff. Like I love it because they have tater tots. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fries and just the the average thing. They have this huge uh, dessert table, and mm-hmm. then they have like the the uh, ice cream machine and stuff. Oh, Chinese buffets are big too. So uh, not a fan. Last time I went to a Chinese buffet, I got sick. So mm-hmm. I don't like Chinese food, but I know a lot and a lot of people do. When I go there, I get the American food. Like, they'll have onion rings, and one of them around here has homemade pizza. Um, I'll get... I don't mind egg rolls, or those sugary donuts. Those are good. Mm -hmm. Pretty much those two are the only thing close to Chinese that I get. Yeah, I prefer, like, the little hole-in-the-wall restaurants. Yeah. (laughs) There's one, there's one by my house, and if we get takeout, that's what we do. Um, otherwise, I've learned how to cook some Chinese food, so I do that as well. Nice. Yeah, anything more that you want to add to this episode? That's all I got, but what a did we talk about the waitresses leaving us? No, we did not. And, Let's talk about that really quick. Yeah, like, this kind of goes hand in hand with talking to us instead of other people. But it's frustrating because we don't realize when, if we can't see them, when the waitresses or waiters leave the table and we're still, like, talking. Oh, I know. Or... I hate that. Like, you <laughs> or just... you wanted one more thing and yeah. it's like oh what thing it's like they're all they're already down the aisle it's like mm-hmm. oh, man or you need someone to help you flake them down but they're just not coming to your table mm-hmm. yeah well, that's that's always fun mm-hmm. yeah so have you dealt with that I'm assuming yeah I have yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, it kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I get it, though. They've got other people to tend to, and... You know. Yeah, no, 
I mean, they're not gonna like stand there and just stand there, but I just, you know, sometimes they think of something right after someone's done with her and it's like, oh, can you? Oh, okay. No, yeah, I usually <laughs> wait for them to, to be closer by or to come back, you know, and then I'll ask. But... Right. Mm-hmm. I've learned to make sure that uh, what I asked for, like, sauce is on there. And I'll be like, oh, is my ranch on here? You know, because I got it where they they forget. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, right. They forget. And I'd rather have them not realize I'm blind and me ask that. Right. kind of look cool sort of than me realizing it after they walk away yeah yeah it's good to just always verify that you've got everything you need before you bite into a delicious meal before they leave yeah yeah definitely all right i mean if you don't have anything i mean i know i don't have anything else to add well you're making me hungry so no i mean i do kind of want a late lunch so, <laughs> I think I'm going to do that after we hop off here. Right. Me too. All right, folks. Well, this was a great episode. Short and sweet. Um, and uh, now we're both hungry. So, you guys know where to find us. Facebook and Twitter. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.